Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Yusuf, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam. What's up, guys? Smash that subscribe button, hit the like, thumbs up, and let us know in the comments what you guys think and how you're feeling ahead of a pretty monumental Europa League tie against Napoli. It's a little bit of a new feeling for us to to go. And, you know, I'm wondering how much of the team will carry some of that trauma against second leg away, right? We think back to Anfield where Barca haven't been great in the past. But I, I'm pretty hopeful, Yus, because we had a great 1-1 draw against Napoli, right? I think all of us left that game thinking we could have won easily 3-1, 4-1. And, you know, of course, you can't count those goals that Ferran Torres missed or that Pedri could have shot better <laughs> or Obama Yang. But there was definitely an energy and a zeal to that performance that I thought we were all pretty proud of, right? We had one defensive lap where Eric Garcia, Frankie De Jong kind of just stood like statues off of a, you know, Ter Stegen rebound that got put away and put Napoli up 1-0. But I thought we had a lot to be happy with after that game. And then, of course, we had this Valencia game at the weekend. We w- we won 1-4 and that had just a wonderful first half. And so going into this game, Yus, I want to hear what your thoughts are, how you're feeling uh, and whether you think we'll, we'll come away with a win in this tie. Yeah, so, okay, our first game, like you just went over, definitely was great in my eyes. I thought we could have won that game, and then we won the Valencia game, and I'm feeling good coming into this game, even though that we're away, and even though internationally we haven't done too well, obviously we got knocked out of the Champions League, that's why we're here in in the Europa League, playing against Napoli, but I think we're on an upswing right now, I think the players are getting to know each other a little better, uh, intermix with each other, Gavi, Pedri, Nico, Frankie, Mm -hmm. uh, the midfield overall has been pretty good, Busquets has been taken out in the last two games, uh, or no, Sorry, he was taken out to start against uh, Napoli. Um, And that was a big thing, right? I think if you Uh look at the game against Napoli, Busquets was a super sub, right? And we have, you know, talked so much in the last few years and especially the last year and a half really about how Busquets in these big European ties when the the, uh, opposing midfield is going to press us a lot and cause a lot of havoc at our back line. Busquets is a little bit too slow. And, sure. you know, Xavi, one thing he did for really the first time this season, he put in Busquets as a sub, not a starter against Napoli. And I thought that worked wonders, especially, you know, Napoli in that second half of the game. They had kind of parked the bus a little bit. I felt like their actually stamina wasn't up to the level of Barca's because of our youth and that we were really putting it to him. And so they parked the bus. Busquets come, comes in as a sub. I really like that. And I think the fact that Busquets was a starter against Valencia might be foreshadowing that that um, Xavi will you know, do the same strategy of having uh, Busquets come off the bench. Um, you know, I, I and that's kind of where I want to go with this use. Like, looking at the lineup right in the first leg, we had Stegen, then we had Mingueza, Piquet, Eric Garcia, Jordi Alba. In the midfield, we started Nico, Frankie de Jong, and Pedri. And then up front, we had Adama Traore, Aubameyang, and Ferran Torres, right? And so I think if you look through that uh, lineup from the first leg, there are a few changes we could make, right? Number one, I think, uh, you know, Araujo is now healthy. He's back, and I, I have to believe PK and Araujo will start and Eric Garcia will be on the bench. Do you agree with that? Yeah, totally. I mean, Eric Garcia, in my eyes, I've said a million times, he's just not up to par to play right now. I think he makes too many mistakes. We saw him in Espanyol making that blunder of a move that caused that draw, 2-2 draw. Um, mm. He just doesn't look... Like he can hold his own on the pitch a lot of times on the goal against Napoli. He was nowhere to be found. He's just kind of standing there watching the ball. He should be working to cover the rebound. Um, and so, you know, of course, I want right, to is, mm-hmm. is that Eric Garcia is lauded for his ability.
ability to pass out of the back. But I think at this point with, you know, our defense and how at times we can have so many lapses, it's really much more important for us to have Araujo, whose profile is much better at defending, but probably not as good, definitely not as good at facilitating out of the back. But I think for right now, PK and Araujo are a step above, right? That's a, When that, you go... Yeah. That's a good point, though. I just want to say that Araujo may not be as good at passing out the back, but I think our offense has increased. So I don't think we need to rely on Eric Garcia passing out the back as much, and that's okay. We need to bolster that defensive line and make sure we don't get scored against. I would much rather have it that way than the other way, you know, but keep on going. So then if you slide over to the right back position, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Against Napoli in that first leg, we started Oscar Mingueza. And he had a pretty bad game, right, where he was frequently, uh, he got nutmegged at one point pretty, uh, you know, embarrassingly. He was ran at a lot. I feel like they found a lot of attack on that side of the pitch. And then we put in Serginio Dest, you know, somewhere in the second half, and he looked better. And then against Valencia again this weekend, he had a pretty good game, I thought, overall. And so, you know, I really do think that the change we have to make for sure besides Araujo, is we have to put in Dest in that back line as our right back because what we saw against Napoli was that they basically had two men on Adama Traore the whole game. And they did that because there wasn't really that offensive threat or that speed coming from Mingueza. And so I think starting Dest is going to be key to unlocking not just you know the, the, the offensive movement and passing from the right back, but also really it's going to help Traore flourish if he starts this game or Usman Dembele if he starts. Yeah, I think that it'll work out, but Des needs to push forward a little bit more offensively. I find he tries to play more of a defensive game, but when Chirore is getting double teamed, it would be helpful if Des moved up or moved uh, inward a little bit to maybe take off a defender or maybe get in front of Chirore so they can get a pass up. Um, I think it'll work out definitely, but he needs to be more defensively minds or sorry, offensively uh, minded. And then on top of that, you were saying, dude, I need Dembele to start this game. We, I think one problem we had was when they were parking the bus. A lot of times we let them form their defense uh, and not make a breakaway like Dembele so good at and then be able to open the, find the open spaces, maybe give it to Obama Yang, even cross it over to uh, or cut, cut it in to Pedri, who's been taking a couple shots recently. Pedri so or Dembele start in the front three? Front three, it's got to be Dembele, Obama Yang, and Chirore. And I think I think I said this on the last video near the end of it, but I think we with that width that we can create with those two, we can cross the balls in, and maybe even later in the game, if it need be, we can take out Obama Yang, put in uh, Luke De Jong, and we now we have a double threat on the wings to cross in the ball and get a header in. Right? That's um, yeah, that's interesting yeah. because I definitely have been saying for a while now I want to see. Traore and Dembele start on the wings, but I'm a little bit worried about doing that in a big game. So I think even though I want to see kind of what you said, Dembele, Traore, and Aubameyang, I think what we'll probably see is Dembele, Aubameyang, and Ferran Torres. I think that's probably the more pragmatic approach that, um, you know, Ajabi will go with. But it should be very interesting to see, uh, you know, how do you think he'll actually go? Do you think he'll follow Yusuf's advice and and take the front (laughs) three you had uh, recommended? No, I think he's been uh, preening on uh, Ferran Torres recently. Like, once we got him, he's been starting pretty much every game, even if he doesn't perform very well, in which he, mm-hmm. overall, he has not performed very well. I think he's made two goals, one of them being a penalty in the game against Napoli, and the other one was uh, a quick A beautiful goal. long shot, right? Yeah. Yeah, he scored um, a beauty. We, we, I, you know, I think one thing we mentioned on the previous video that's important to reiterate is that we have been noticing overall Dembele performs much better as a starter, 
right? We had talked about how mm-hmm. Dembele, when he comes on as, as a sub, it feels like there's too much pressure. It feels like the defense kind of is always looking at him because they know he's been put on to make that impact. Whereas if you have Dembele from the start, he can warm up. He can, you know, get really uh, just adjust to the game and, and, and figure out how the defense is going to line up and not have that pressure, you know, in the 70th, 80th minute that, oh my God, I have to make some magic happen. And I think when Dembele is calm and when he doesn't feel like a tremendous amount of pressure on him, that's when he performs the best. And so I'm hoping to see Dembele definitely start. No, I totally agree with you. You know, uh, we have him as far as we know until June, which is about, really, it's only three months, three and a half months here. We got to utilize him in I don't know when the exact end of the Europa League is or when the final will be played, but we got to use him that whole time because yep. he is just too good to not be played. It would be a waste of our... We've already paid this guy. Use him until you know until he, he leaves or we can re-sign him. But overall, I think this game can be won. I have high hopes for it because I know we've been performing very well. The first game I thought we should have won anyway... Um, in this case, I think the only biggest difference we're coming into this game is that we're not at home. So we're going to have to play, um, you know, play with the lack of support. But even though Dembele got booed when he came in, I believe, for Chirore in that game, um, it, it doesn't matter. I think we got this. We just have to be smart about it. Javi's got to be smart. Play the right lineups. Make substitutions at the right time. Adjust I think to their... Uh-huh. For me, the big thing is going to be this, is that if Napoli hit us with an early goal and get us kind of frazzled or if, you know, we're at a tie 0-0-1-1 in like the 50, 60th minute, I really would like to see Luke Dijon get a chance earlier in the game. You've I become think a Luke Dijon stand. Well, I think everyone has been, right? Like everyone's he's been still watching doing well. Games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, right? It's, I think it's a totally reasonable expectation to have. Like everyone who's seen him play in these last few games, he's. I think Luke Dijon has scored like three goals that have gotten us somewhere around eight points, something like that, six, uh, seven points. And so Luke Dijon is absolutely a great super sub for us to use with the current lineup we have, and you know, with the lack of like uh, other striker who might be you know better than him. And so I just the only thing I hope is that we can put on Luke Dijon with. 70 minutes you know 70 minutes gone not with 80 minutes gone or 85 sure. minutes gone i feel like sometimes we've been making subs too late and you know I, I we haven't really touched the midfield yet but i do hope that we again see uh busquets come off the bench i really don't want to see him start because i'm a little bit worried about how that can leave us susceptible to a you know a goal early and i, I really do think one thing we have to think about with this team is is even though we've gotten over the hurdle somewhat of you know um alba langlet PK in that back line with Busquets, right? All that trauma of these Champions League defeats that we faced that have, you know, <laughs> gotten us rather uh, dejected and had 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 the team really fearful in big games, I felt, for the last three, four years, right? We have a young squad now. So I do believe that they'll be able to, you know, weather the storm if we go down and still have that belief in themselves that we can take the victory. But, you know, they might be nervous. This is probably the biggest game most of them have played in their professional career so far, right, besides El Clasico. And so, you know, I, I'm very curious to see how these young players perform. Will Frankie Dijon keep taking those steps up he has under Xavi? Will Pedri continue to just show us he's a world-class player and that he's ready to be, you know, a, a, a monumental player in Barca's history? And then, you know, how will whoever gets a shot up front, Traore, in a f- his first, you know, big game with Barca, uh, Obama Yang, fresh off a hat trick, feels confidence, you know, so much. Torres wants to redeem himself. Dembele wants to prove to the fans that hey, he's here and he's going to give his heart out, right? I feel like there's all these narratives for all of our players to just, uh, you know, really either show up and beat their expectations or just feel dejected. And I'm really curious to see how it manifests. No, I t- that's 
awesome, great points. And, you know, thinking of the young players, this game has to be played like a finals. It's an international game. It may be our one chance at getting a trophy this season because obviously I don't think we're going to win La Liga with the way things are going. (laughs) Uh, You know, we've been talking about top four. So I think the young players can see that this is our opportunity. This is our – we have to – Put it all on the pitch coming in to Thursday's game away at Napoli. Huge game. It's got to be one. It's got to be everything on the line. If a player comes off and says, says I could have done more, I think they went in with the wrong mindset. You know, And yeah. I think Pedri, uh, Gavi, uh, Dembele, Chirore, they've all been putting in full effort, uh, FDJ as well trying to win these games and it's been it's been slowly happening so i'm excited about this game adam i really want to see us come away with a win against napoli um but yeah well, hey, any last with comments? that man no i say let uh-huh. us know in the comments what you guys think we should start in that front three midfield and back line let us know if you're hyped up and your your score predictions because i'm predicting we're gonna win 3-1 use oh shoot okay i'm gonna go 2-1 2-1 all right let's see it guys let us know in the comments your thoughts we'll see you guys later thank you thanks guys